It's time for Nothing But Sex. Hosted by Maxim Sex columnist Vanessa Delagi. Fierce, unapologetic, politically incorrect. The topics will wet more than just your appetite. Let's journey through taboo sexual terrain with a delicious earful of nothing but sex. Here's Vanessa. Welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in again. This is episode number 14 and the first one for 2021. I hope that you all have a really good feeling about this coming year. Finally, a clean slate to scribble all over. I am actually off Facebook, off Twitter, off the Pierce, and off most foods at the moment. And I actually couldn't be happier. I'm quite calm. And I reckon that there's something to be said about living your life, being present in your life, and not saying every lived experience as a photo opportunity to broadcast on social media and and get likes and comments for validation. And also to not think that everything that happens in the world, like a news event or whatever, that you have to make commentary on it. We're kind of forced to think that we have to say something, that we have to give our opinion. And our opinion really doesn't matter in a world full of I think it's 8 billion people. No one really fucking cares and and you're not that special. And it's kind of wonderful. It takes the um, pressure off. We're just tiny specks of stardust, you know. And I sort of think that's kind of cool for artists too because – When you're on social media, you're constantly comparing yourself and you're sort of thinking, am I young enough? Am I pretty enough? Am I talented enough? Why don't I have that? Why didn't I get this gig? Uh, Yada, yada, yada. And it just makes you feel shit about yourself. And you're constantly asking, am I enough? Or the negative version of that, or is am I not enough? Which I think a lot of people go through. But um, I'm not here to lecture anyone that is listening at the moment. These are choices that I've just made for myself. And I think it will be interesting to see how things change for me with all these things that I'm sacrificing at the moment. Uh, Will my productivity increase? Will my weight decrease? Uh, How will I feel with my confidence and mentally? I'm really into challenges. And yeah, I like to continue to have goals. I think it's a good positive thing to have. But anyway, moving on for this first episode for the new year, I wanted to talk about masturbating and partners and what people say about masturbating regarding their partners. So this can be short-term relationships or long-term relationships with partners or wives, or it could even be fuck buddies, people that you have fucked a, a few times. So I'm going to put my masturbatory habits out there honestly and authentically for the entire world to hear. And then what I'd like to do is ask you a few questions because you only know what you feel and what you're going through sexually. You can't speak for another. So I'm always interested in in how other people experience sex and, and what their opinion is or is on everything. So if I'm honest, when, when I fucked someone, 
after I fucked someone, like say if there's someone that's kind of been on my hit list, like I really want to fuck them or even someone that I'll probably never fuck, I'll masturbate about them, masturbate about them, masturbate about them. But once I've been with them sexually, that's when it just shuts off and I start masturbating about someone else. Now, this doesn't mean that I'm not attracted to them or I don't love them or we don't have a great sex life. It just means once I've had someone, male or female, that I've been sexually fantasizing about. It just seems that after I've had them, I, I, I just don't masturbate about them anymore. Now, that is not a choice. That is just what I do naturally. I just seem to move on to someone that I haven't fucked. And I'm just saying this from a purely primal masturbatory standpoint. No judgments, just raw honesty and truth about what turns me on. So, I do find it a little bit strange because it's not my experience, but I have heard couples that have been together for yonks say, oh, we still masturbate about each other. And I don't know if they're saying that because they want to be moral and good and or the perfect boyfriend or the perfect wife or the perfect partner. Oh, yes, you know, we've been married for fucking 50 years, but we still masturbate about each other. I don't know if it's... It's kind of they feel shame if they say that they don't, like it's they sort of feel conditioned that they have to, to sort of feel like they're a good person or they really do masturbate about their partners and it's legit. And if it is, I, I think that's wonderful, but it's just not something that I do. So I just wonder if people say that and they don't mean it, they're full of shit or if they actually do masturbate about their partners. I mean, I can understand it if you're kind of, like say if you've been seeing someone for six months and you masturbate about a group sex session or a threesome. I can see how you could include a partner in that kind of situation in your sexual fantasy, but just talking about or imagining having sex with them in a fantasy, like you've already done it, like you kind of know everything. And I've never told partners this, but I've actually, when I've been licked out by males and females, I've been thinking in my head while they're eating me about someone that I haven't fucked yet and would like to fuck. And that's how I come. Now, they would probably wouldn't appreciate that. They'd think that was terrible. So I'd never tell them. And it's so sad because we've got all these things in our heads that we can't say. And especially now with political correctness gone mad, you would never say that. And it would sound really bad. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've probably sucked a cock and a guy has been thinking of someone else. You know, does that worry me? I don't think it does really worry me. I mean, as long as he's enjoying himself, he can think what the fuck he likes in his head. I don't know. I don't know if I'd be worried by it. It hasn't happened and I haven't been told that it has happened. So I guess you don't know until you experience it. But I imagine some people would be very... um disturbed or upset or they would see it as a betrayal almost. And also for me, this doesn't matter. Like I could have the perfect person that I loved who was the best fuck 
ever and there was nothing wrong about them, it still wouldn't matter because we're fucked, we've done it, it's past. So I'm on to the next one. I mean, is that biological inclination? You know, I'm a woman, I still get my periods, you know, I can still get pregnant. So the universe, the gods, my my system wants me to have babies. So, you know, of course you want another man and his sperm and then if he can't get you pregnant, the next man and his sperm and, you know, men can the oldest man to ever get a woman pregnant was like 94 or something. So I imagine men always feel like this. So my question anyway is, do people really feel like this or are they just bullshitting? So that is all really. That's what has been filling my brain (laughs) since the start of the year. I've been thinking about this, thinking, am I fucking weird or what? So it's the million dollar question. Am I normal? (laughs) All right. Well, I think I will wrap this episode up because I don't really have anything else to say. I appreciate you tuning in and I look forward to talking to you next episode. Bye. If you liked what you heard here, hit subscribe in your podcast app to get every episode and share it with whoever you dare. You can see more about Vanessa at vanessadelarchi.net. Thanks for listening to Nothing But Sex. Please come again.